0: Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I'm here today with Chelsea and Lexi. We lost Chris somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) He's just out there wandering around somewhere. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Huh? The wilderness, maybe? Could be, but that's I think
0: tomorrow. that's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He's there already.
1: <laughs> All right, so we are looking at the wise men. We're looking at Jesus having to escape to Egypt. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Some pretty iconic stuff going on here. We so have what some you iconic characters. Notice?
0: They're like mm. on the scene here. So we are first introduced to the Pharisees and Sadducees here, mm-hmm. um, which is important. And also, <laughs> my question when we were reading, I was like, wait, who is King Herod? <laughs> I was like... Trying to place him in history. Did you know he was an Edomite?
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Isn't that interesting? Wow. So he's like, so, like a
1: descendant of Esau.
0: Yeah. And yeah. an enemy of Israel. Wow. But he was put in power by the Roman emperor. And he was also super suspicious all the time. And <laughs> thought everyone was trying to take a first <laughs> throne. This is not the only instance of him going crazy. Oh, yeah. He's super people. vicious. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um. My My favorite verse about Herod... <laughs>
0: I can't wait to hear this. Because it, does, it
1: doesn't seem surprising at all, but it's <laughs> hilarious because it's in the Bible. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally He's called wise the man. wise men. Like,
0: you should have seen it coming. Didn't yeah. that give it away? <laughs> Come on, King Herod. King Herod. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so he was not a great guy, obviously.
1: No, he was not a great guy.
0: But actually, um, what he does fulfills a prophecy. Just uh, crazy. A couple he, prophecies. he would have been
1: seen as like a Roman sellout too, mm-hmm. as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I got what you're saying. Um, so Jesus and Joseph and Mary flee to Egypt, which is another part of a prophecy. Hmm. <laughs> There's so much happening here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and again, as we're, since we're reading this chronologically, Chris was right yesterday. It just like, it sticks out like crazy. I think in my mind, I was like, like I just read this. Mm-hmm. Um, that all these things are being fulfilled. And again, these authors of the gospels are pointing those things out. So people have reason to believe pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, is it safe to say that Jesus was seeking asylum as a refugee in Egypt?
0: I believe it's safe. And to say so that. therefore Jesus we should was probably a refugee. Yeah.
1: It's kind of interesting.
0: Hmm. Alexi, anything to got to you? Well, just kind of going off of that, I think it's cool how God just like plants them one place, Jesus is born. And then he's like, stay there. And then he's like, get up, <laughs> leave. Like, you're going to die if you stay here. Like, it's just cool to see that. And I was just kind of thinking about, like, I don't know. Like, I just think it's cool. I don't know where I'm going with that. I just think it's cool that. I think
1: that speaks to Joseph. The like, obedience. again, like, just how yeah. obedient he is. Because he literally, like, th- these are not small things. Like, Right.
0: right. I was actually reminded of Jonah Uh, of like how God was like get up and go and he got up and went a different way and Mm. God telling Joseph to get up and go and Joseph immediately responds with obedience I just like to kind of compare the two people of just I mean Joseph saved Jesus' life because of his obedience multiple times multiple times yeah yeah um John the Baptist what a guy huh what a guy
1: (laughs) you know what I like I like his evangelistic style (laughs) you brood of snakes
0: (laughs) Do you think that would work? Like, Proof today? <laughs> with the way that you
1: live, that you've repented <laughs> I like it.
0: I mean, and he makes a good point. He's like, he just because you're a descendant of Abraham does not make you <laughs> safe.
1: so this would have been a, this right. would have been a common concept um it's easy to look at this and be like oh man that's so great that we don't deal with that anymore but it's actually continues to be a common concept mm, okay. my parents always Talk took me to church more. yeah i mean that's so this is what they were thinking they were thinking they were justified just by being jewish mm-hmm. so it was just because they're sons of abraham they were justified before god abraham was faithful and his faithfulness therefore extended to them um, the way that looks today is that like, yeah, my parents are like really good Christian people that take us, we went to church when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. My grandparents went to church every, all the time. Like that actually doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's consistent with what God continues to look for is the actual condition of your heart. Right. So John the Baptist is, um, just like a pretty straightforward.
0: And no one else is saying, I'm assuming no one else is saying this to them. They're probably like, no one's like. Well it's interesting because they are the they yeah. are
1: seeking him <laughs> right. out. And there is a there is a later verse where he's like, What did you expect coming out here in the desert? <laughs> so He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just super straightforward. He is preparing the way for Jesus. And actually, in fact, we'll see Jesus speaking in similar tones
0: mm-hmm. later on. Yeah.
1: Um, so it I I always think about these kind of passages when it's like, Oh, God is so nice and he's not confrontational. It's like, really? Do you know about John the Baptist?
0: <laughs> also his description of Jesus, that Jesus is like, has a winnowing fork. I don't know what that is, but I don't want to come anywhere near it. <laughs> yeah. Good point. It sounds dangerous. It's just what you use when you're really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's like, if you
1: go to Shady Maple, you need a winnowing fork. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but i mean his description of jesus matches the jesus that we see we'll see in revelation this
1: yeah. like yeah.
0: jesus came to bring peace and salvation for everybody but also he's not messing around he's also like he's a king he's messiah but also he's like warrior king mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. like he's yeah and and so i think this this description of him we'll see that again mm-hmm. we'll see that again revelation And, like, what a responsibility to prepare the way for Jesus. (laughs) Can we just talk about that? Yeah. And he's so humble about it. (laughs) Yeah. And again, like, talk about humility all around again. Like, the fact that Jesus is getting baptized by John. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. Jesus' humility and John's humility are just, are both very on display right here. Yeah. Um, And Jesus was like, I just, the way I read it was like, Like, you have to baptize me because God told you to. It's like, like, no. It's weird for me too, but we got to do
1: it. We'll actually see that from Jesus multiple times where it's like he's radically obedient to the father and the father's leading him to do things that Mm. he doesn't want to do.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, But
1: he cares more about the will of the father than his own.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the spirit descended like a dove or descended as a dove? It's a good question.
1: I guess it depends on what paintings you have in your house. (laughs) None. <laughs> uh, was it a dove? I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I've never done any kind of scholarship on that. Um, Just curious. So what was it? Mark says like a dove.
0: Yeah, Mark says like a dove, and then uh, Luke says Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove. Is that um, kind of crazy? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, it's
1: kind of interesting. <laughs> um, so the Holy Spirit. I, well, I don't know. I might get into a mess. I would say the Holy Spirit is God. <laughs> yeah. So in some ways, like. God in bodily form is Jesus. Mm -hmm, So um, there is, no matter what, you know, no matter what this looked like, there is some supernatural manifestation. We actually have a Trinitarian event right Right, here. I mean, they all are, but um, here you have the Father pronouncing from the sky, I guess, (laughs) and the Holy Spirit descending and Jesus being baptized. So this is a Trinitarian thing where we see all three parts of God present.
0: Yeah. It's really cool. And it's very a cool. Yeah. <laughs> very important part of Jesus' ministry that's right. about to begin. And I mean I I mean I could get into trouble with this too cuz I don't know a ton about it. But as far as baptism as like a sacrament and something that we do as believers. Um following Jesus' first steps of being baptized too. Like right. he did it. He was the first to be baptized and we're following what he did. Mm-hmm. His example. I just would have liked to be there to see that. Would be wild. <laughs> yep. Yep. The heavens open.
1: <laughs> John's just this yelling is about my vipers son.
0: and then, <laughs> or the Pharisees saying then. <laughs> oh.
1: Is it possible that the last time we saw a, a full it, it feels good? It's not totally sound to say a full present trinity, but mm-hmm. basically what I'm saying is like all three pieces. Is at creation. Is that fair?
0: I'm like trying I was trying to think of the same thing, and I want to say we've talked about this before, like recently in the Old Testament, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it has it has to be, yeah, because yeah, maybe we'll just leave it there.
1: Well, I mean, somebody do some research and last now. It's interesting. <laughs> it's it's interesting because you have the Old Testament starting with, um, let us make man in our image. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have all three present, and then you have now here the the beginning of Luke. Well, actually, the beginning of, um, all three Synoptic Gospels. Right. Um that the, 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 all three are present. Matthew 2, starting in verse 1. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from the eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem, asking, where is this newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them a time when the star had first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went on their way. And the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay here until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet, I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said. Take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid to go there. Then after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophets had said, he will be called a Nazarene. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first, because they assumed he was among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious leaders, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. His parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. But why did you need to search? He asked. Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored all these things in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and all people.
0: Mark 1, 1. It began just as the prophet Isaiah had written. Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you and he will prepare your way. He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. This messenger was John the Baptist. He was in the wilderness and preached that people should be baptized to show that they have repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. All Judea, including all the people of Jerusalem, went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. His clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey. John announced, someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not even worthy to stoop down like a slave and untie the straps of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Matthew 3. In those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, repent of your sins and return to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey, people from Jerusalem and all of Judea, And all over the Jordan Valley went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to watch him baptize, he denounced them. You brood of snakes, he exclaimed. Who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe, for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing, for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from those very stones." Even now, the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I am not even worthy to be his slave and carry his sandals. He'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He's ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork, and then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. Luke 3. It was now the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius, the Roman emperor. Pontius Pilate was governor over Judea. Herod Antipas was ruler over Galilee. His brother Philip was ruler over Artyria and Trachonitis. Lysanias was ruler over Abilene. Annas and Caiaphas were the high priests. At this time, a message from God came to John son of Zechariah, who was living in the wilderness. Then John went from place to place on both sides of the Jordan River, preaching that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. Isaiah had spoken of John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. The valleys will be filled and the mountains and hills made level. The curves will be straightened and the rough places made smooth. And then all people will see the salvation sent from God." When the crowds came to John for baptism, he said, You brood of snakes, who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, We're safe, for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing. For I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Even now the axe of God's judgment is poised, Ray, to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit we chopped down and thrown into the fire. The crowds asked, What should we do? John replied, If you have two shirts, give one to the poor. If you have food, share it with those who are hungry. Even corrupt tax collectors came to be baptized and asked, Teacher, what should we do? He replied, Collect no more taxes than the government requires. What should we do? asked some soldiers. John replied, Don't extort money or make false accusations, and be content with your pay. Everyone was expecting the Messiah to come soon, so they were eager to know whether John might be the Messiah. John answered their questions by saying, I baptized you with water, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not even worthy to be a slave and untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He's ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. Mark 1, beginning in verse 9. One day Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. As Jesus came up out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart, and the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, You are my dearly loved Son, and you bring me great joy. Matthew 3.13 Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John, but John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said, so why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, It should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, Jesus came up out of the water, and the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. Luke 3:21. One day when the crowds were being baptized, Jesus himself was baptized. As he was praying, the heavens opened, and the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, you are my dearly loved son, and you bring me great joy.
1: Hey, guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's Whole Story. Uh, It means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, you can either send us a DM or you could actually email us at podcast@worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.